the Mishnah. If a person is machzer grushasai, after she married someone else, which we know is Asr, that's an Isr Lav, or he was machzer chalutzasai, which is also an Isr Lav, so Rabbi Akiva says they must send her out, and the child is a mamzer, even though this is just chayve lav. According to the Chachamim, the child is not a mamzer, since the child can only become a mamzer from a marriage which carries a chiv karas. But this particular case does not, it's just a lav. The Gemara says everyone agrees that the daughter from a machzer grushase, although according to Rabbi Shimon Atemani and the Chachamim, is not considered a mamzer since it's chayve lav, this particular daughter has a pagam l'kahuna, to marry a kain. This is learned from a kalvachaymer me'almana. The Gemara says if someone marries a machzer grushase, according to Rabbi Akiva, the kedushin is not chal, since we say kedushin le'itaifsin v'chayve lavim. So a get is not needed, but she is pasal l'kahuna. According to Chachamim, the kedushin is chal, and he needs to give her a get. She is kosher, and her children are not considered mamzerim. Rabbi Yechanan says, akum, or an eved, haba'al bas Yisrael, the child is a mamzer. In fact, a lot of people agree with this halacha. When an evet or a guy is by a labas she becomes puzzled to eat shumma from her father's house. The Gemara says v'hilchasa, that an evet or an akob that was baal bas Yisrael, the child is kosher and is not a mamzer. This is in fact how we pass it. A woman whose original conversion was questionable, and then she does tefillah after becoming a nida, this tefillah also covers her not only for the nida, but to cover her to make her a Yid, a Jew, also. If someone is maktish, an axe, puts chametz aside before Pesach, or sets aside an Evet, it uproots any Shibuddha that a person had on that particular item. If a guy buys a Jewish slave, he does not have a Kinyin Haguf, but only a Shibud. But if a Jew buys a guy, he can mamish have a Kinyin Haguf. Rebchia Bar Ava saw three things when he went to Gavla. Number one, he saw Benoist Yisrael that became pregnant from Gerim, who had a Mila, but no Tefillah. Number two, the wine of Jews being poured by Goyim, and Jews ended up drinking it anyway. And number three, he saw Goyim cooking food and Jews eating from it. And he didn't reprimand anyone. Rabbi Yechana was upset when he saw this, because regarding number one, Benoist Yisrael who became pregnant from Gerim, who had Mila, but no Tefillah, he said, the children are Mamzerim, since Ein Ger Ad Sheyimal Vyitba. A person can only become a ger if he has mila and tefillah. Number two, the reason that the wine was a problem is because it's yayin esach. How were they able to drink it? And number three was the problem because it was bishalakam. Jews cooked it. And since they're not b'nei Torah, he wanted them to be especially careful so as not to set bad examples. Rabbi Shmuel bar Yitzchak said, only something that cannot be eaten raw and must be cooked can become bishalakam. But if it can be eaten raw, then it's not bishalakam. Rabbi Yechanan holds, Something can only become bishul akam if it can be ayla al shulchan malachim. But if it's not a chashiv of food, then it cannot become bishul akam. Today we're generally makel on both of these shitas, that if it either either of these two weaknesses exist, it's not considered bishul akam. The Gemara says a ger that had a mila but no tefillah. Rabbi Yezer says that he's a ger anyway, as we know from those that left Mitzrayim. They had tefillah but no mila. Rabbi Yeshua says this is the one who's a ger kasha. This he learns from the imais. The Chachamim say that unless you have both of these things, then the Geras is not kosher. According to Rabbi Yaisi, you also need both of these things. You need Mila and Tefillah for the Geras to be kosher. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you can do Tefillah's Ger on Shabbos. But according to Rabbi Yaisi, you cannot do Tefillah's Ger on Shabbos since it's Tikkun Gavra. And you're not allowed to be Mesach and a Gavra on Shabbos. Taisvah says that if a person is Tame, he can be Tayyul on Shabbos since it's not Nira Ketikun Gavra, like it is by a Ger. 
but it looks just like a person is cooling off. And Bizman has that we paskin, but it's okay to be tayvul on Shabbos, but it's not okay to do tefillas kalim on Shabbos, as we see in Simon Shinchaf Gimel, since it's nira katikun kli. Taisvis here also says that if someone was given a bris mila by a guy, or a doctor who was a guy, then to become a Jew, he'll now need hatafastam bris. Also, a cotton who was born already mohol, the Bahag holds he'll need nothing, but according to Rabbeinu Hananel, this cotton to become a Jew would require hatafas dam bris. And the Gemara asks, does a bris mila for a guy have to be done lishma in order to make him into a Jew? Do we have to have kavana to do with lishma? The Chassam Sefer answers, it does not need a special kavana, since the mila itself now signifies this commitment from this person to become a Jew. Tefillah's ger needs to be witnessed by three people. Also, we don't need to do tefillah's ger at night. We're not allowed to do tefillah scare at night. And also, you need both tefillah and mila in order to become a Jew. And finally, the Gemara says, if a guy comes to you and says he's a ger, you don't believe him unless he comes with an aid. We can be makabal gerim both in Chutz and in Eretz Yisrael. But in all places, the guy or the ger must substantiate his geris if he comes on his own and says he's a ger. The Gemara says a person is believed to identify who his bechar is, he says, this son is my oldest son, then we believe him. The Torah says that today, in order for someone to become a ger, he needs three things. He needs mila, tefillah, and he needs kabbalas hamitzvahs, and all these things must be done in the presence of a bezdeh. A ger who comes to be nisgayer today, bisman hazeh, we ask him, why does he want to do it? Don't you know how hard it is to be a Jew and how much tsar we have as being Jews? If he is lishma, then he can, he can become a ger immediately, and we tell him about the many mitzvahs and the einshim for not keeping them, but the schar for keeping them. At that time, we check him. If there are chatichas abaser left from his original mila, if he had a mila, we redo the mila. When he heals, at that time, we have him go to the mikvah, while two talmidei chachamim stand over him and tell him about some of the different mitzvahs from the Torah. At that point, he becomes a Jew immediately. If it's a woman, women stand over her while she does the tefillah, but a Talmud Chacham stands outside of the mikveh and speaks about the different mitzvahs. In the conversion procedure detailed in this Gemara, Taisvis infers that the mila should come before the tefillah. The Muk Yasef explains that tefillah, which is performed while uncircumcised, is not effective because it is similar to Taivel Vesheretz Biyadeh, doing tefillah while holding something which isn't clean, which automatically invalidates the tefillah. Taisvis quotes a Gemara on Dafayin Ches that says, a tefillah done by a pregnant Gieris is effective for the fetus that she is carrying also. Thus, her newborn son, once he's born, does not require tefillah for his conversion. And Taisvis asks, being that the conversion procedure invalidates a tefillah done prior to the mila, why is the newborn son required to do another tefillah subsequent to the mila? Taisvis answers that the case of a conversion of a fetus is an exception, since at the time of the tefillah, the mila wasn't possible. Consequently, he's granted the status of a female convert, a female Gieris, by whom tefillah alone is good enough for the, for the conversion. Accordingly, a newborn child, a newborn boy, is already a complete convert even prior to birth. The mitzvah of Mila, to circumcise him at eight days, is no different than the Mila we do for any other child at eight days old. But the Mila is not necessary at that point for the purpose of conversion. It's only necessary for the purpose of Mila. A ger is in the same mikveh that a nida would be tevilin, i.e. a mikveh with a shear of arboyim sa. And the same halachas of chatzitza would also apply. The Gemara says, Kashim gerim li Yisrael kesapachas. Gerim are hard for klal Yisrael. 
very, very hard for Klai Yisrael. And Taisus explained Pshat that we must be very careful to treat Gerim very well. This is difficult by nature to do. But the Taisus Yishanim says that it's so difficult for us to treat Gerim well since they're very medactic in mitzvahs. So they set a very, very high standard for us since we're not as medactic as they are to do the mitzvahs. Therefore, we get very frustrated with that. If a man becomes a ger, you're not allowed to force his son, Balkarchai, to become a Jew also, unless he's interested in doing that. The Gemara says, If a Goya was taken captive, and a Jewish man wants to marry her, they first cut her hair, and then they're Osusa Estziporneha. What does that mean? According to Rabbi Yezer, this means you cut the nails. According to Rabbi Akiva, this means that you let them grow long. Overall, the objective is to make her disgusting. If one buys an Evid from Goyim, you must give him Mila. If he doesn't want a Mila, you can wait up to 12 months. If he still doesn't want a Mila at that point, you must sell him back to the Goyim. But according to Rabbi Akiva, you need to sell him back immediately. Rabbi Hananya asked, Why do Gerim today have such a difficult life? And he answered, Because they didn't keep the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Nayach, so Hashem punishes them in this world instead of taking away Olam Haba from them. But Rabbi Yaisi says, We hold Ger Shinisgayer Kekot Shanaila A Ger who was Nisgayer is considered like a cotton who was just born. So why are they suffering in this world? So he answers, since they don't know how to be medactic in the mitzvahs properly. Therefore, they suffer as punishment. test the Mishnah. What kind of an isser does one have to violate for a child to be born from that relationship and the child should then become a mamzer? Rabbi Akiva says, a relationship that violates any love. You have a relationship with someone which violates any love. The child that comes out of that relationship is a mamzer. Rabbi Shimon HaTemani says, only in a relationship where the punishment is kares bidei shamayim. And we paskin, and we say that the halacha is like him. Finally, Rabbi Yeshua says, only if the relationship has Mises Bezdin, does the child that comes out of that relationship become a mamzer. For example, in Eishazish. If a woman dies, the Mishnah concludes, a man is allowed to marry his sister. I think Amara says, there is a question if only relationships that have shaykhus to a kurva, a relationship with a relative that is an erva, can become a mamzer or any relationship, even if there's no kurva, there's no relationship associated with that, if the child that comes out of that relationship can become a mamzer. Everyone agrees that one who is ba al-hanida, which has a chi of karas, or someone who is ba on a saita, a tavlad is not a mamzer, since they're still husband and wife. They're still a kedushin taifsin ba. And mamzerus, according to everyone, only applies if there is an issue with the status of their husband-wife connection. Rabbi Shimon ben Azai said that he found a, a Megillus Yuchsin that said numerous things. Number one, a certain person was a mamzer from an Eishas Ish. This supports the Shita of Rabbi Yeshua, a person from that city. The Mishnah of Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov is considered Kav Venaki. It's very rare that Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov ever talks, but when he does, we always paskin like, like him, because what he says is very straight and very clean, Kav Venaki. And number three, Manasseh the king killed Yeshaya because he didn't like his predictions regarding Yerushalayim, and his father, Chizkiyahu HaMelech. The Gemara says, Maisha had a much clearer glass, a much, a much clearer aspacleria to look at than the other Nevi'im. The best time for a Yochid to be Mispal, to do Tshuva and be Mispal for Bakashas, is during the Aseres Yemei Tshuva. We learn this from the Pasuk of Dirshu Hashem Bihimatzah. And finally, the Parak concludes, that Parak says, every person has a certain number of years given to him, and if he isn't Zeicha in these years, he could lose some of those years. This marks the end of the fourth parak. Now let's begin begin the fifth parak, Parakei Rabban Gamliel. Dafnun, as background. Midaraisa, Bia works to acquire the Yavama, and Chalitza works to break the Kesher with the Yavama. 
Midrabana, they were Maisif Maimer as an additional way of acquiring, and Get as an additional way of breaking. And the Mishnah says, Rabbi Gamliel says, if there is one Yavam, and two women fell to him, so the Yavam gives a Get to one Yavama, a Get to the second Yavama is irrelevant, since the first Get already did the job. I.e., we say, Ein Get, Achar Get. And if he gives Maimer to one, he doesn't need to give Maimer to the second one, because we say, Ein Maimer, Achar Maimer. The Chachamim agree by Bia and Chalitza, but not by Maimer and Get. And in fact, this second Maimer would Aser other relatives, since even after number one, number two still has some connection to the Yavam, since we say, Yesh, Zika. If he did Chalitza, and then he did Maimer, or Get, or Bia, they all don't matter, since once he does Chalitza, that's it. And the Gemara says, everyone agrees that both Get and Maimer create an automatic effect to break and create a relationship, respectively. Rabbi Gamliel holds Ein Get Achar Get because we say it's accomplished already with the first one and Ein Maimer Achar Maimer but he also holds Yesh Get Achar Maimer and Yesh Maimer Achar Get the Chachamim say Yesh Get Achar Get since there was a Gzera the Gemara says Abiy Psula although it is re, a reduced Ishus it's still stronger than Maimer the Gemara has a Havamina that the Machlekes if we say Ein Get Achar Get or not, is totally in the Machlekes if we say Yesh Zika or Ein Zika. Rabbi Nanlielu holds Ein Get Achar Get, according to this Gemara holds Ein Zika, and the Chachamim say Yesh Zika. The Gemara rejects this and says that everyone holds Ein Zika. Rabbi Gamliel, Beishamai, Rabbi Shimon, Ben Azai, and Rabbi Nechemia all hold that Maimer is considered a Kenyan Gomer. However, they all have different drushtras on how they learn this. And finally, the Gemara says a child over nine years old who has Bia with a Yavama, we say the Bia is Kaina, Tathnun Beis. According to Rabhuna, the correct way to do Yibam, Midrabanan, is first to make Kedushan, i.e. Maimer, and then to do the Maisa Bia. But if he first did Bia, of course, this is okay. And the Mishnah seems to be like him. If a person was Makadish only via Bia, Midrabanan, we give him Makas Mardis. The Gemara says Maimer can be made with Kesef, Shavik Kesef, or with a Shtar. A person must give his wife a Ksuba and be personally responsible to pay, to pay her in the event of a divorce, and this is as an incentive so he won't divorce her so easily. That's the reason for a ksuba. If someone tells a cipher to write a get for Maya Rusa, to be valid at the moment he makes a nesuin, so the get is chal even though the nesuin has not happened yet. This is since even as an arusa, it's biyade lagarsha. He can be megarsha from Ederson at that point. It's in his power to do that. But if he has a cipher right a get for a woman he's never even made Arison with, then that get is not chal at all. Since now, at this moment, he hasn't even made Arison with her yet. Many of the Rishayim have an issue with this Gemara, since what's the Hava mean that this get would be good? We know that a get must be written the Shema, and if it's not written the Shema, it's never good. The Gemara says once a man gives a Yavama a get, he cannot go back and marry her again. According to Rabbi, a Maimer can only be Chal in a woman if you're cognizant of the fact that she's no longer a Yavama. But if you think she's a Yavama, and you have Kavana to be kind of her with Kedushan, via the Maimer, you're not kind of her. Since it's like the case of Nichse Hager. We know that if a Ger dies without children, his estate is Hefker. So whoever makes a Kinyan on this estate, i.e. Chazaka, it becomes his. If the Ger dies, and Ruvain now is digging in, Ruv, in Shimon's field, thinking that it's his own field, but he didn't realize that he was making a chazaka in the Ger's field, which was available to him, since the Ger had died, he's not kind of the field at all. So here too, since he has Kavana for Maimer, but she's a Yavama, but since she's a Yavama, then he's not kind of.
Daftun Gimel. According to the Chachamim, Chalitza Psula, this is a Chalitza which was preceded by a Kinyin Derabanan, Get or Maimer. The Chalitza Psula is not Chal, and she is still Mikudashas. According to Rabbi, she is not Mikudashas. And finally, the Gemara asks, do we make Xera by Bia Psula as well as Chalitza Psula? The Gemara answers that there's a three-way Machlaikas. Next parak. Parak Vav, Haba, Al Yavimtai, the Mishnah. If a Yavam lived with his Yavama, so any Maisa Bia is considered as good whether the Bia was Bemezid, Bishaygig, Bainis, or free will. In all cases, the Yibum is binding. Also, in general, if a man lives with a woman who is an Erva to him, or a Mamzeris, this woman becomes possible to marry a Kayan. The Gemara. How is it possible that there was an Ainus, that he was forced to do Bia? We know that it's impossible to force a person to mamish to a Maisabia. Ein Ainus la Erva. Because we say Ein Kishoy el Ladas. A person, when he does Bia, knows he's doing it. The Gemara answers, either he was sleeping when he did the Maisa, so that was the Ainus, or he meant to have Bia with his wife, and then the Yavama grabbed him and forced him to have Bia with her. In the Pasuk, the Lushan of Viyibma teaches us that when you make Yibam, only Bia is Kainim, not Kesef or Shtar like by Kedushim. And the Hay in Viyibma teaches us that the Yavam can be Kainim Yavama, even Balkarcha. Mashenke by Kedushim, he's not allowed to be Kainim, a woman, Balkarcha. Rabbi Yehuda says if a person fell off a roof and damaged the Yavama, he must pay four of the five damages, but he's not kind to her for Yibam. What must he pay? He has to pay Nezek, bodily damage, Tsar, for pain, Sheves, unemployment, Ripoy, doctor bills. But he does not have to pay for Baishas, embarrassment. This is since one is only Chayab for Baishas if he has Kavana to do the Maisa. If someone only does a partial Bia, Hara, with an Erba, he gets the same punishment as a Gemar Bia. The Gemara says a Nida is an Avatuma, so if someone touches her, he becomes a Rishon Latuma. However, one who has Bia with a Nida, he becomes an Avatuma just like the Nida is an Avatuma. A person's Yichas and his Mishpacha is a function of his father's family, but not his mother's. The Isra of Achais Ishtai applies to a sister or a brother of either the same father or the same mother. Only Shivcha Harufa needs a Gemar Bia, but all other Chayv Elavin can be Chayv with just Hara. The Gemara says a man can be kind of a woman through Bia, even if it's not a Bia Gomer, but just a Hara. We learn this from Kicha, Kicha. The Gemara says the Torah uses the words Shichva Zera in three places. Number one, by Shivcha Harufa. Number two, by Eshes Ish. And number three, by Saita. What's the Chiddush of all three of these words, Shichva Zera, by all three of these places? By Shivcha Harufa, the Chiddush is that Hara is not enough, but only a Gemar Bia makes you Chayev. By Eshes Ish, the Chiddush is that if Vaya and Eber Mace, he's not Chayev. And the Chiddush by Saita is Kinoi, which is the warning, if done on a non-penetrating Bia, that's not considered a good Kinoi. Normally we know by Saita we need Kinoi in order to create the situation of Saita. There has to be a warning. The Gemara asks, A Bia Garua, a weak Bia, i.e. one that was done Bishaygik, what level of Kinyan does it make for a Yibam? Rav says it's good for everything. Shmuel says it's not kind of everything, only things related to the Yibam itself, but not anything else. There was a question in the Gemara if this Machlekes applies to if she was an Arusa or she was an Asua. Abbas Yisrael, who married a Kayan, and before he did Chuppah, he became a Cherish, so she cannot eat Truma since this man has no Das to make a proper Nesuan. But if this woman would now give birth to a child, so the child can eat Truma since he's considered a Bas Kayan, 
Now she's allowed to eat truma at this point also. If the son dies now, Reb says she can continue to eat truma, but according to the Chachamim, she cannot eat truma anymore. The Gemara says a married woman who lives with another man becomes usher to her first husband. But if she is coerced into that second relationship, then she can go back to her first husband. However, a wife of a Kayin, even if she's coerced, becomes usher to her husband, the Kayin. Reb Amram says, if her husband dies, she's usher even to marry a Kayin in the future. Rava says that an Aishas Kayin who was forced to be Mazana with another man, if her husband, who is the Kayin, lives with her, he'll get Malkus, since he's a Zaina, and a Kayin is not allowed to live with a Zaina. The Mishnah as background. Only a Kayin is mutter to eat Shuma. But a daughter of a Kayin can eat Shuma until she marries a Yisrael. If a non-Bas Kayin marries a Kayin, she can eat Shuma. But Midrabanan only after she makes Nisuin. If a wife of a Kayin has Bia with a wrong person, she becomes Pasal Litruma. And the Mishnah says, A Grusha and a Chalutza to a Kayin Hedyat, or an Almana Lakayin Gadol, which are Asar, become Asar to Itruma even after Erisen, since she is Mishtamerish Labia Psula. She is waiting for a Pasal Labia, which is a Pasal Labia Midaraisa, after Nisuin. But according to her Blazer and Shimon, she is still Kusher after Erisen, since there was no Bia yet. And the Gemara says the Reisha is going like Rameir. If a Kayin Pitsua Daka marries a Baskerim, she wouldn't become Pasal at Truma. But according to Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov and Rabbi Yaisi, she can eat Truma. If a Kayin was healthy and his wife ate Truma with him, and then he became a Pitsua Daka, she can still eat Truma since she was Mutter in eating Truma before. Rab says a woman who was an Almana, who was a Baskayin, and then she made just Chupa with a Kayin Gadol, at that moment, she becomes Asura Litruma, since Rav holds that Chuppah can be used as a derech for Erisin, since she's now Mishtameresh Labia. Mishtameresh Labia, she's waiting for Bia. But according to Shmuel, Chuppah is not a regular Kenyan. And since this Bia will be Asura, because it's Almanulukain Gala, which is Asur, the Chuppah doesn't create anything. So Truma remains mutter to her. The Gemara says if a person has Bia with a girl less than three years old, it's not considered a Bia. And a girl who's less than three years old, who's a Baskain, if she has relations with someone else, which would normally puzzle someone from eating truma, she's not puzzled for truma, since it's like there was no bia at all. La halacha, we paskin that chuppah is not kaina without a kedushin. So first we have to do kedushin, and then we do chuppah. The halachas of drinking the saita waters applies only to an asua, but not to an arusa or a yavama. An arusa can only be shayach to drink the waters of a saita if she had chuppah, made Nesuin, or via a Gilgal. And finally, Gemara says, a Kayin Gadol was Makadish Ketana, and then she became a Bagaras before he married her. What's the status, the Gemara asks, regarding the Truma, and regarding his status as a Kayin Gadol? Nafnuntas, the Mishnah. A Kayin Gadol is not allowed to marry an Almana, or a Mukaseitz. A Mukaseitz is a woman who lost her Besulim via an accident. And the Gemara says, he cannot marry an Almana, whether she was a Almana Mina Erisin, or an, Al- or an Almana Mina Nesuin. Even a Biyashalei Kedarka, the Gemara says, classifies her as a Ba'ula, and she would be usher to a Kayin Gadol. And finally, the Gemara says, if a woman has relations with an animal, even though there's a Chi of Skila for doing that, she is Kasher Lekahuna, since she's not called a Zaina, and only a Zaina is Psula Lekahuna. Samach. If she was coerced by someone else, an Anusa, in other words, she was, she was an Ainus for her, that person may not marry her. If he did, according to Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, the child is considered a Cholo. But according to the Chachamim, the child is kosher. The Gemara says a Kayin can be Mitama, as we know, for the seven close relatives, including his sister. But if his sister got married, 
then at this point he cannot be metama for her anymore if she is nifter. There's a machlekes if she was an arusa, if he can be metama for her or not. Normally a kain cannot marry a giyaris since she has a cheskas zaina. But if she's less than three years old, then it's okay. Rabbi Shimon Bar Chasida said, we would check her out by looking at her face. If she didn't have a green tinge in her face, it's a sign that she did not have bia. And in fact, that she never had bia. Normally, a kever is metama ba'oyel. But the kever of a guy is not metama via tumas oil, since the Pasuk says, odam kiyamos ba'oyel. But a guy is not considered an odam. Lahalacha, we paskin in Hilchas Avelus, Simen Shinayan Beis, that it's better to be machmer on this, if at all possible. But, Tumas Mago Umasa, which is touching, does apply to a dead body, and even a dead body of a guy, the Mishnah. If a Kayin had Erisin with an Almana, which is Mutter, and then he became a Kayin Gadol, he can still have Nisuin, since the Kapeda of Kayin Gadol, not marrying an Almana, is regarding Erisin or Kedushin. Not at this point. However, a Shomeris Yavam, who fell to a Kayin, and he made Maimer, then he became a Kayin Gadol, he cannot marry her since Yibam is Tali in a final Bia. The Mishnah. If the brother of a Kayin Gadol died, the Kayin Gadol cannot marry her since she's not a Vesula, and she's an Almana, which is Usr to him. The Gemara says it's Usr even if she only had Erisin. The next Mishnah. A Kayin Hedyid cannot marry an Islanus unless he has another wife, since he can't have children with an Islanus. It's impossible to have children with an Islanus. The Gemara says even a regular person should not marry just an Islanus, since she can't have children, and a man is Mechuyev in Piri of Arivia. The Gemara says any Bia that cannot produce children is considered a Bia Shel Znus. And finally, the Gemara says a Kain Gadol cannot marry a Katana. We will conclude here, and on the next tape of Mir Tzashem, we will begin the Sugya of Piriya Arivia.